The Live with Squacky podcast is sponsored in part by Mid Atlantic Voiceover and Antland Productions. Hi, Happy New Year, and welcome to Season 2 of Live with Squacky. I'm your host, Val Kelly, otherwise known as Squacky Voice. We're kicking off Season 2 with a superstar talent that I met a few years ago on Twitter. Chris Newman is an actor and producer known for Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, The Five-Year Engagement, and Love and Honor. Chris was born and grew up in Troy, Michigan. Always performing for friends, but otherwise shy, he began his acting career in college on a dare. Soon Chris caught the acting bug and never looked back, starring in productions of Brighton Beach Memoirs, Agatha Christie's Mousetrap, and Neil Simon's The Good Doctor. He would later go on to play Stanley Kowalski in A Streetcar Named Desire and Lieutenant Daniel Caffey in A Few Good Men, to name a few. Following his success in theater, Chris turned his attention to film and studied at the Dramatic Arts Studio under the tutelage of Christopher Bondi. Chris earned roles in the films I already mentioned, as well as Beyond the Edge, Solomon, and Injustice for All. Thanks so much for joining me on the show today, Chris. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. It's good to be anywhere. I showered, I shaved. It's nice. (laughs) Nice change of pace. Of course, an opportunity to have to like get ready for something, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it's a blessing. Thank you. Actor, producer, husband, father—you definitely keep yourself busy. How do you find balance with your work and family? COVID's kind of changed things. The industry slowed down there for a little while. I think hopefully soon it'll start to get back up. But in terms of home life and everything like that, and, and home work balance. We just have a lot of respect for each other, my wife and I. And when I have to do something, I have an audition or I have a gig on set or something like that, we share the load. So she stands by me 150%. We kind of have a a little network around us that can help out. So that's pretty much how it works. You know, we just kind of make it work. Her career is important and she knows mine is too. So that's the, the biggest thing is just a respect for each other and we just make it work. Well, that's great. That's really nice to have someone who supports you. And it's not an easy industry, so it's it's really great when you have a a balance at home. That's awesome. I feel like it's been a few years now since we've been chatting about monologues and acting in general on Twitter and Instagram. Have you still been working on writing new monologues for Monologue Monday? Yeah, Monologue Monday is something I kind of started. It's it's available for anybody, any actor or, or voiceover actor, anybody who wants to keep working and honing their craft. You can find it on Facebook and just upload a video. During this whole pandemic thing, I was able to kind of form a bond with some people on Twitter. Scott Summit is one, Ty Martino. Scott actually created something called 30 Second Monologue, where you'd write a piece, like a 30 second piece, and then actors would choose monologues and we'd upload them. And that was a lot of fun to just try to stay busy and active, you know, when, when everything was shut down. Because that's a big thing is just, you got to keep the muscles in shape. That was a lot of fun. Did a lot of, there's a lot of great pieces out there. And also you might do one and someone else might do the same thing. And so it's interesting to see the choices that different actors might make and fun things that they would do with that character. So that was a big, big help just while there was nothing going on just to do something. And it's good to have as an actor to have a monologue or two kind of in your back pocket at the ready because you never know when you'll need it. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's awesome. I loved it when you performed the one that I wrote about traffic that was being stuck in traffic. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was a fun one. Yes. Thank yeah. you for writing that. Of course. Yeah. I really like writing. That's something I've discovered in the past year. And if 
I feel inspired. It just, it'll be usually at like two in the morning for some reason. Well, because I am always like not asleep. So when I should be, so, <laughs> which is bad, <laughs> I'm working on it, but, <laughs> uh, but I'll be like, oh, you know, it'd be really funny. And then I'll just start writing and turn it into something. I haven't done one in a little while, so I need to get back into it and start recording some stuff again. But yeah, it's there a lot you go. of fun. What or who inspires you? You know, my wife and kids inspire me to just be a better person every day, try harder. I want to be an example for my daughters. If there's something that you love to do, you have a dream, follow it, work hard at it, and you can make it happen. Outside of them, just creative people in general, just musicians, painters, writers, poets, other actors, voice actors, People that are just driven by passion and creativity. We're just a different breed. I just love that. And that inspires me. And that gets me pumped up when I see someone really going after what they want and enjoying it. And I want that kind of thing. And it it makes you work a little bit harder. Those are probably the two I would say. I know you've been working on some new projects lately. What can you tell us about them? I have a film out there called Christmas Impossible. Uh, You can find that on YouTube. Another film called The Stain is coming out. I play a nice little supporting chunk there. Opposite Erica Hovland, who I've I've known for years. We're good friends and we've been in uh, a lot of projects together. And Justice for All was another one. She played Harley Quinn. So she's great. That was directed by Peter Poulos. There's another one coming out, I think 2021, called Deadlock, directed by, uh, it's a tandem from LA, um, Aksa Altaf and John X. Carey. That was so much fun. It's a sci-fi kind of action thriller thing. That was just a lot of fun to shoot. And we were supposed to shoot that in March. And literally like a couple weeks before everything got shut down and everything. And then when things started to reopen again, like in May, that's when they came back and we got it done. It was a safe set. Everybody was masked up and it was different than any set prior. You know what I mean? You had wipe downs and hand sanitizer and hand washing stations and all that business. But it was just so much fun to be back on set and and to do it safely and and work with just incredibly talented people. So those are a couple of things that are out there. That's awesome. I can't wait to check those out. That'll be really cool. So diving into the mind of a new character is such an interesting process. Can you talk about your process for getting into a new character, whether it's one you create yourself or one for a role you've landed? You know, a lot of times for me, it starts with the inside out where I have to understand what's going on what's happening, what what it's all about, who my character is, what they're feeling, where they're coming from. Once I can tap into that, it all just starts to click. And then it becomes, is there anything in my life that has happened to me where that I can lend that experience to that, how I acted, how I behaved, how I handled that situation? Life experience is just a great teacher. <laughs> Outside of taking classes and everything, life experience is... is uh, That'll take you far. So there's that. There's also, so where can I relate? And then the places that I can't relate, that's where I need to do some digging. That's where I need to put my detective hat on and, and search for the clues. And, and so there it can be, that's where maybe some a physical gesture or it's in how they walk or something that might start something. You know what I mean? Um, how a person walks or carries himself or sits in a chair or a gesture that they make, that can lend itself to a character too. Sometimes that motion creates emotion kind of thing. Every role is different. Every audition is different. It's just, uh, you just have to be open to those impulses. 
Well, that's all really good advice. I know that it's always a different process for every actor trying to get into character and some people are really method about it. So I was just curious as to how you do that. So that's really cool. What advice would you give to actors just starting out in the industry? Get your butt in class. You know, not only are you working on your craft, but you're surrounded by other people who are doing the exact same thing. And I know right now it's in the time of Zoom, but there's nothing like being in class that it's a healthy competitive spirit. You push each other to be better. They say that acting is so competitive and it is to some degree, but it's more like it's not football or basketball. It's, it's golf or the Olympics. You're competing against yourself. Did you prepare enough? You know what I mean? This person, they beat me that day because they prepared more. You know, they did more character work. They did more scene study. They did, I would just say, get in class, meet people, start to create your kind of support network of peers, do community theater, form a group and and write something and and shoot it. You know, you got your phones, you can shoot stuff on your phone now, you know, you get a little mic set up, a a light and, and off you go. And the doors are just wide. You have YouTube, you have Vimeo, you have TikTok and all these other platforms that you can kind of get your stuff seen. So just find a way to to do the work. Another thing too, it would be to grow thick skin. There's a lot of, (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of rejection. I don't mean that in a bad way. It's a numbers game. And the more you can just keep getting out there and not let that stop you, the further ahead you'll be than than everybody else. So take classes and grow up here. It's awful. Nice advice there. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's actually when when you approached me about this, it's funny. Literally the next day, a quote from one of my favorite actors, Ed Harris, popped up, and I got it right here. He says, "Acting is a lifelong situation. It's re- a relentless focus. It's never ending journey till you drop dead. You have to do this because you love it. There's nothing else. You need it, like water or air or food or like love. You just have to." do it for some reason. I I got in a discussion one time with my wife and it was nothing like I was down or anything like that, but we just got on a topic and it was like, you know, I love you. I love my kids, but I can't explain why there's a million reasons why, but I can't explain it. You know what I mean? I just do. I just feel it. And that's what you need to have with any creative venture. I don't care if if you're a poet or painter or whatever, you have to do it because you love it. Not for the money, not for the fame. You're setting yourself up. That is lightning in a bottle. You can't plan that. What you can plan is your love of what you're doing. And if you love what you're doing, then nothing is going to stop you from doing it. So that's all I would say. Just You have to be in this for the right reasons. If you feel that passion for it, it comes across in everything you do. And it's Mm -hmm. just, you're going to land more roles that way because like you said, you can't live without it. It's who you are. I think about when I was a kid growing up and my dad was so creative. He was a painter, he was an artist, and he was just amazingly talented. And the things that he taught me as a kid were things like inventing characters and not going like, hey, we're doing improv or hey, we're acting. But like, hey, let's play this game and you're a baby duck and I'm a fox and here's what we're playing, you know, and just all this stuff that I didn't realize at the time was 
making me into who I am today. And so that's really cool to look back on that and go, this is why I am like, the crazy person I am today. Because <laughs> of all the stuff I did when I was a kid, you know, not in a bad way, in a good way, you know, just the creativity. Someone said to me the other day, they're like, Val, you're so creative. Where does all this stuff come from? Like, you never stop. I don't know. It's just who I am. I don't think there's ever a time of the day where I'm not thinking about like, what am I going to do next? Like, how can I make this better? How am I going to do this for my company? Or what's the next thing I'm going to write or create? And like you said, it's just who you are. It drives you. Feeling. Yeah, it drives you. Yeah. I've always said acting for me is the best therapy. And a lot of times I get paid for it. I don't have to pay out of pocket. I get, you know what I mean? And, And where do you find that? The ability to be able to tap into emotions or deal with things that you may not have dealt with in the past. You know what I mean? When I talk about past experiences and things like that, how can I lend those to a project or whatever? Sometimes you have to dig. And you have to face some ugly truths. And there's a movie, Solomon, uh, I did. There was a a day on set. I don't want to give too much away, but I had to dig. And I had to face some things that I didn't really deal with for a few years. And my God, at the end of it, it was like a weight just lifted. So that's the fun part in a weird way. That's the fun part for me is the ability to create, the ability to feel but also impact an audience. Hopefully you make that connection with people that are, are seeing your work or hearing your work. But uh, it's funny you bring up, you know, your dad when you were young would just play with you and you do funny voices or, or characters or whatever. It's just, kids just have that. And I think as adults, we kind of lose that along the way sometimes. And like my kids, we just did a project, Christmas Impossible. It's a comedy heist action venture movie. But I got my daughters in it. Like never acted before in their life, except for playing around the house. And they just picked up on it. One take, two takes, done. And it's like, it's incredible. That's incredible. It's inherent. It's yeah. what they do, play. And so, you know, you really have to keep that childlike sense of play. I mean, that's kind of fun. It keeps you young. On IMDb, you say that your motto is keep moving forward. Acting is a very competitive industry. How do you stay motivated? to keep moving forward. If it's your passion, if it's what you love to do, then you're going to find a way to do it. And if you've been able to develop a thick skin, like I said, and not take rejection personally, because it's not personal. There's a million reasons why you don't get a part. And much of it doesn't have to do with your talent. You know, So you can't take it personally, but you have to keep If this is what you want, you have to keep moving forward. And the people that get into this for the wrong reasons, for the money and for the fame, and and look, it's they're great things, but you can't plan for it. And so when they don't achieve that in two to five years and they go back home with their tail between their legs, you're still doing your thing because you love to do it. You're moving forward. It's baby steps. You get a role here, you get a bigger role here, you get, you know, and you keep trying to move forward, meet new people, work with new people, take classes, watch movies. That's all part of our homework too, is is to watch current trends and, you know, things like that. So it, just stay up on it. By moving forward, you're going to be passing all these quote unquote dead bodies along the way or just be stepping over all the people that <laughs> quit before they made it, quote unquote, right. um, while you're pursuing a craft is just to get better and better and better and better because you love to do it. That's the easiest way I can explain that. Just keep moving forward. 
What are three things you've learned since starting in the acting industry that you wish you knew when you first started? Acting is a muscle. We go to a gym to work out, to stay in shape, to be healthy, and acting is very much a muscle. You have to keep working at it or it'll atrophy. You'll lose a step. You know, where you used to be really sharp, you might not be as sharp. You might miss that first step, you know, that all important first step. You have to stay up on it constantly, do monologues read plays, break down scenes. The internet is wide open. You can find scripts that you can break down and really dig into characters and things like that. Watch movies, watch TV shows. What have we all been doing this whole time, right? Is we're we're <laughs> yeah. binge watching TV and movies. That's all an actor's homework. So keep those acting muscles sharp. Another thing would be that the industry is always changing. It's always evolving, so you need to stay up on it, much like doctors or lawyers need to stay up on new laws or changes to medicine, or an actor needs to stay up on the changes to the industry. There's changes in style. There's changes in trends. Comedy has changed so much in the last 50 years. Last 10 years, comedy has changed. You got to stay up on those certain things. You need to watch the TV shows and, and see who's out there. And so that'd be two. And then I'd say the third one would be preparation. It's easy to get lazy. It's easy to, oh, I'm booking things, low budget things or whatever. I'm booking a lot of them. And so you kind of sit back on your laurels, but you always have to prepare like an athlete. Every role, I don't care what it is. You need to prepare. There was a group of us actors who got together and we met at a buddy of mine, Donovan Darius, who wrote Injustice for All. He's with White Hand Films. We're just a bunch of actors who'd get together on a Saturday and we'd work scenes and monologues. And if somebody had an audition, we'd work on that and help prepare them for that. And that was so beneficial. And that's something when I teach classes that I try to stress is that preparation, that when you walk in the room, you know exactly what you're going to do. Again, our phones, we have cameras, set up the camera. Work it on camera, work your, your actions. Who are you talking to? All those things. And when you get in the room, there's no deer in headlights. Oh, I didn't plan for this. I didn't prepare. It helps. So the preparation is key. And again, it's, we talk about competition. It's not team versus team. It's individual. It's like the Olympics, you and someone else. And who is the one that's going to edge out? by that 10th of a second or what, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it all comes down to that preparation. So those are the three things that I, I would say is hone your acting muscles, stay current on the trends and uh, prepare your butt off. If you could have dinner with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? And what would you talk about? My dad passed away six years ago now. What would we talk about? Everything that's happened <laughs> since then. My eldest, who's seven, was she just turned one when he passed away. She's three now. I just think he'd get a kick out of them. And, and we just talk about everything that's going on in the world, kids, and, and you know all those things, all those conversations I wish I had that I don't have anymore. That's number yeah. one for me is I talking with my dad. If you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? super confidence that is what i would like to have is super confidence just the ability to walk in there and and say hey this is me if you like it great not who cares there'll be another one coming i wish i had that i think i'm not speaking out of turn for a lot of actors 
we can fake it. But deep down, we're just, oh, God, I hope they like me. Are they, yeah. Am I wearing the right thing? Did I say that? Why did I say that? Oh, God. So much. It's like we smile and nod and we do our thing in the room and then we walk out and we fall apart. So it's just that super confidence. You know, you look at some people and you're like, wow, you are really confident. Yeah. Whether you deserve it or not, you're really confident. I wish I had that confidence to just stand on your own two feet and, and go, this is me. And if you don't like it, I don't care. That goes for everything. Just standing up for yourself to going out and getting what you're worth and not taking any guff from anybody and super confidence. That'd be my superpower. Yeah, that's a really good one. I like that. Well, what's next for you? What should we watch for you in that? Christmas Impossible, which is out there on YouTube. Uh, it's right. the comedy Christmas heist film, uh, The Stain will be out there. Uh, Deadlock again. I'm I'm super pumped for that. You know, outside of that, we're just we're doing Zoom play readings and just getting back out there and, and trying to stay creative. Hopefully, the industry starts to open up again and uh, we can get back to it. Sounds good. Well, how can our listeners get in touch with you if they choose to do so? I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter at Chris8080 Newman. Instagram, Chris Newman underscore actor. IMDb, you can find me there. So I'm I'm around. My ugly face is up there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, be sure to put all of that information in the show notes. And thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me today, Chris. It's always great to have the chance to catch up. And I wish you tons of success in your upcoming films and projects. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me and you as well. Thank you. Live with Squacky is sponsored in part by Mid-Atlantic VoiceOver LLC and Antland Productions. Live with Squacky was recorded in front of a live studio audience. (laughs) Wait, what? For more information about the upcoming MAVO 2021 online conference, visit www.midatlanticvo.com. For more information about Val Kelly or to contact her, visit our website at www.valkellyvoiceover.com or connect with her on Instagram or Twitter at MidAtlanticVO, at Live with Squacky, or at Squacky Voice. Or connect with her on Facebook. Uh, uh.